But before we get into it, tell me, spit or swallow? Hi, welcome back to another sizzling episode of Spit or Swallow Pod with your favorite host, Hausa Chocolates. Today is a very, very special day because I have one of my favorite guests back in the studio. <laughs> we have Ed here who um who coined one of our uh, favorite phrases from last season, dependable fucks and ratchet fucks. And today, today is another special day. We're gonna be talking about being in the mood for sex or the mood for sex. We're gonna talk about um media we're going to talk about sex and media we're going to talk about you know how i always talk about how sex is a sensory experience all the factors that actually enhance sex get us in the mood keep us in the mood you know all of that stuff and as as usual when ed is here me i just take the back burner <laughs> and i listen to the maestro so ed thank you for coming back uh thank you for having me and, all right you know. take it away master <laughs> Yeah, so, you know, um, the idea of... So let's just kind of throw it back a bit. The idea of a dependable fuck versus ratchet fuck. Um, A lot of those ideas that we have are kind of shaped by the media we consume um, because, unfortunately for us, uh, Nigeria and Africa, our views around sex are informed a lot by colonialism. It's a long, long history, but um, I guess one of the places you look to see how much... Um, colonialism has shaped our our contemporary views on sex Mm -hmm. is in our native languages. Mm -hmm. Like anybody who speaks Hausa, like Hausa has words on words on words for genitalia. There's like duri, there's gindi, there's (laughs) bura. And so it's like, it's very, very specific. Like, because they have like, before colonialism, Mm -hmm. we had very robust sex lives. We Mm -hmm. had like, extensive conversations. I mean the Kayamata was also Yes, it was also it was always so these well, were these yeah. things were 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 a significant part of our culture. Sex was considered a social lubricant, like a social mm-hmm. tool mm-hmm. for, you know, um because marriage was was mostly transactional. Yeah. But sex was social. Like sex yeah. was something you you did for fun. You did to mm-hmm. establish social hierarchies. Oh, people are listening. You know, when you say, oh, there are ancestors, you know, every time people will say, oh, do your ancestors, like, look at what your ancestors were doing. I think when people think ancestors, they really stop at like colonialism. Yeah. and But they don't really go back to what we as Africans were doing before, yep. you know, but, the yeah. and, and when crackers you, colored people came to change. Yes, and when you think about that and think about how much repression there is now Mm -hmm. it makes sense that because we don't really have we've lost that link to our historical like views on sex and how Mm -hmm. sex used to shape our cultures Mm -hmm. we look to media as a place to get validation or didn't just get like instruction on what to do how to Mm -hmm. do it because i still remember distinctly that in jss2 somebody brought uh hints Hints mm. was a significant part of how people see sex. A lot of millennials, if you ask them, hints, better I lover. I remember, hearts. I remember hints. <laughs> I, I used to read them randomly, but me, I, I like I said, La La Land, babe. I was more of Harley Quinn and Mills and Bones. All yeah. those, yeah. I always used to find all those stories kind of weird, but I guess you know, for some people, that was like a graphic re- representation. And then you know how, I think because they, they love using that baby's picture with her boobs yes. and stuff. She was she suffered in their, <laughs> she suffered in their hands. Because she was like she was like the exaggerated because back then boobies were the thing. Yeah, it was like, it was breasts. Boobs it were was the not thing. Yeah, no, she, ass, it was ass, ass is relatively ass is new. <laughs> so like big boobs were the thing then. So you could literally see how how media shaped our our understanding of what we desired sexually and mm-hmm. kind of informed indoctrinated I would use the word yeah. indoctrinated what we saw as sexually desirable mm-hmm. and for a lot of young people at least for the millennial generation mm-hmm. we kind of our first contact with sex because of how repressed and like as Obviously, children you're not learning from sex at home like we don't nobody talks about sex as a child in your house as a Nigerian even as an African yeah. nobody talks about sex as a child as a teenager 
And when everybody talks about sex, they talk about sex in doom and gloom terms. Like, if you have sex, you're going to get an STI, or, or you're, you're going to get, get pregnant, pregnant or you're, you know, you go to hell. Or There's all this negativity stuff, yeah. around it. And then, because before the internet, mm-hmm. it was very hard for you to be able to, like, you know, access visual media. Yeah. And so those magazines, those smutty magazines mm-hmm. were the safest way for yeah, us to Yeah, because, you know, using sex. CDs and stuff, you know, yeah. I mean, I have friends who have stories of how they were they watching porn, <laughs> they, they, they get caught or like, they masturbate and they fell asleep with the DVD inside or some shit and stuff. Yeah. And some, they just deny it. If, if Even if they, you, or you know that thing where before, if they take lies, you can't bring yes, the Yes, you can't bring it. You have to unscrew no, no. the some DVD. <laughs> and then take the CD out. Some so people <laughs> become engineers or like I've had friends who say, oh my, they just went to their room and then they just deny, deny. No, I don't I know how I even scatter the DVD it's player so that you know, it's better let them repair it or something. <laughs> And so, because of we, we have all crazy. these, we have so much like at least for millennials, we had so much restrictions mm-hmm. around sex media mm-hmm. that like for women, Mills and Boone was huge yeah, because oh, that was, that was... it not only talked about sex, it also talked about foreplay, mm-hmm. talked about courtship mm-hmm. in like Romance, ways that were that very stuff. explicit. Yeah. And so, a lot of like millennial she women, puts his hard member. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Like a lot of what we expect from sex, we got from media. We got indoctrinated mm-hmm. by we media. Did. We really but did. for the Gen Z generation, it's completely different because the world they, is so open. Like the world is so open. There, there are so apart from like because there's there's this idea that we like, we like to discuss. There's the idea of the zeitgeist, and the zeitgeist kind of informs. So what the zeitgeist is is like a lot of media that is created around the same time, mm-hmm. influenced by the same thing, and basically shapes the public perception of an audience. Mm-hmm. And so every generation usually has a zeitgeist. Like for mm-hmm. us, um, there are a lot of things that shaped us. Like for example, Mil- um, Hints, Cossy, the kind of stories they told. And those stories were heavy on infidelity. Like, you know, mm-hmm. man always cheats, women always, this was very straight. Mm-hmm. It was very straight and cis. And so all of those things shape our, but for the, for the Gen Z generation, for the first time, you can access, I, I call it the singularity, where all media from the last 150, 200 years is instantly accessible at the click of a button. Like, if yeah. you feel like, I, my thing is 1920s um, burlesque, that's what turns me on. You can yeah, find endless, endless media about that and just consume that exclusively. And so it's a lot harder for people to agree on what is sexy to me? Mm-hmm. Like, what am I turned on by? What mm-hmm. is the general, you know, socially accepted Acceptable way? standard yes. of beauty. Because even back then, you would even think about, like, movies and how, you know, there's always the couple and it's always told that kind of handsome and light skin. Mm-hmm. The woman must always be lighter than the man yeah. all the time. And so these are the things that even shape, like, the perception of, you know, um, the lighter the skin, the more beautiful. Those are things that influence bleaching mm-hmm. and stuff. And they get reinforced by, by you know, the star baby in the music video. Even in the music group, is always the yellowest one that will be yeah. in the center and stuff. And that's why eventually everybody has their ratchet fuck. That yeah. They're, <laughs> they're fucking the Yeah, because, because <laughs> yeah, there's, there's stuff they tell you you want and then there's stuff there's that stuff you, you actually, actually want. want. Yeah. But, but that, it, it's... And so, why this, is, why this shift is very important is because pornography in the 80s and 90s, if you look at pornography in the 80s and 90s, and this is not just street pornography, pornography as a whole. Mm-hmm. Pornography as a whole in the 80s and 90s where there was still a lot of repression. Mm-hmm. And um, because of that repression, and of course the HIV AIDS crisis in the mm-hmm. 80s and 90s, yeah. sex was very sterile. Mm. Incredibly sterile. Mm. Like, Pornography was sterile mm. because they didn't want to give the impression. First of all, the actors in pornography then, they didn't want anybody to think that, you know, they are oh, carrying around diseases or, yeah, or yeah. dirty. Mm. And then people were afraid that if they were too vulgar or or hardcore, mm-hmm. then they would just like the porn itself would be, would basically get a lot of pushback. Mm. And so porn in the 80s and the 90s was very sterile, mm-hmm. was very, you know, heteronormative was very proper because of that and that kind of shaped us as well but porn now is a lot more hardcore because a lot of the ideas and the values have shifted people don't feel like and and it's partly because visual media 
can become very saturated very easily. Mm-hmm. Because then, for you to even find that one point video, you go to mm-hmm. your video club, they have like 10 cassettes in one corner mm-hmm. and then, you know, you have to, you have to mice the 10 cassettes so that you don't watch all of them quickly. <laughs> so, so, so you borrow one cassette, you wait, you, you watch it for two back, weeks yeah. and, then, and, and so, you know, and even just I'm like accessing for two porn. Weeks, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. And even accessing I've never porn seen like porn on a- on a cassette like uh, those VHS oh, ones no, no, but no. I definitely I, saw I, I was old enough to see VHS I, I have, I I have, I have a horror story about those VHS my older brother he he. I think he, he called, because this then we're using like a Betamax mm. uh, VCR mm-hmm. and he, he borrowed he borrowed one of those porn things and he left it in with this thing and then because he was in boarding school so he left for boarding school and then after my mom dropped him off and when they came back she wanted to turn on television turn on television so porn Whoa, and porn. the porn was MMF Whoa! Yes. <laughs> so, so, so I was scandalized. Like I was scandalized. They thought it was you. No, they didn't think it was. They, they beat everybody in the house. As oh far, wow! You know. Everybody Just child. Like, everybody if, collects. Yes, like you know, even <laughs> if you, you, you must have, have known. That, yeah, <laughs> something, something. And so, like, point then. Oh, more it is MMF. I want to see that. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, I still remember it vividly. They were in like some kind of. Barn, there was mm. hay. Wow, I still remember like, it was imprinted. Were in they, my brain. But back then, really like clean shaven, you know, words. Oh, yeah, like no, foreign. extremely clean, like mm. clean shaven. Mm. There was like a process, you know, the way porn now, porn now, they, there is a, and one of the things that shifted in visual porn is that people are no longer attracted to, um, that studio feel. Yeah. yeah People definitely. don't like the studio yeah. feel. Everyone, everyone is, everything like, is overproduced yeah, because there's so much saturation like of media mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that once it feels overproduced, you start to feel like, you know, I can't relate to them. Yeah. They're not authentic. Yeah. And, and, and Yeah, I think, in, in, and that's another thing with this like social media age, with TikTok and influencing, the one thing every content creator says is, oh, authentic, authentic. Yeah. yeah. People connect to you when they feel like you're real. And that, that affects porn as well because mm-hmm. like, and it's not just so, it's two things with pornography and I will get to the reason why this is important because how sex and media is, is interesting because sex is a sensory experience and the way our brains work is that we take in data from our senses Mm -hmm. and then the brain processes Processes. that data Mm -hmm. and makes memories of that data. Mm -hmm. And then we use those memories to essentially navigate the world because the older we get, the more complex the experiences we have, the more intelligence we need Mm -hmm. to navigate the world. Mm -hmm. And so we rely on our memories. Our memories tell us this is good, this is bad. You've experienced this before. This is how to handle this, how to handle that. The only problem with that is that sex is not complex. Like Mm -hmm. the journey to sex can be complex. But sex itself is very visceral. Mm -hmm. It's either good or it's not good. Mm -hmm. Like there there really isn't a gray area with sex. Mm -hmm. Like mid sex is bad sex. Yeah. Like do you hear that? Mid sex is bad sex. Is bad sex. <laughs> Hashtag mid sex is bad sex. Thank because you. at least with bad sex you remember. Mm-hmm. But mid sex, mid sex, your brain literally just like I've experienced this a million times before. It's, it's very, not. It is not interesting. Yeah, to me. It's, it's forgettable. I, it just, it's it just like your bro. brain just wipes it because it's like your yeah. brain is like I need memory yeah, this space is for not, important yeah, stuff. Exactly. This, this is, is so mid sex is actually worse than bad sex. Wow. At least with bad sex, you're like. You know. I, I agree with that. I actually agree with that because now nah, you know what, and and that's why we say like for me, sex is primarily for pleasure, and that's why I say I don't be forgiving people mm-hmm. where it's like one time if you don't hit a certain level, you're not coming back. You're not coming because, back. Yeah, because. It has to slap. Like, and obviously you don't want to always be like, oh, sex must be mind-blowing. But literally, I actually believe and I feel like good sex is extremely mind-blowing. Because yeah, it should. It's, it should fire your senses. If if it's just there, then, you know, you're just not found your jam as far as I'm concerned. And you know, like, with with these things, I try to, like, when I have theories about things, I try to, um, you know, experiment mm-hmm. like a good scientist mm-hmm. and like ensure that. that my hypothesis you know, checks out in the real world. And so I did an experiment like um, two years ago, stroke last year, where I had a primary partner mm-hmm. and um, I think cumulatively about 50 times. Mm. Yes. So, okay. and the whole point of this experience was how do you consistently, because one of the things that people talk about with sex is that, oh, you know, um, 
sex gets bad after like three or four times if no, I have to, but consistently with the right person, it gets better. It gets better. It gets better, it gets better because you become a lot more familiar with the person, mm-hmm. and it's, it goes back to this well. sensory thing. Mm-hmm. Once you understand the person's body mm-hmm. and you understand their sensory cues yeah. and you are in tune with them and you have that safety mm-hmm. that you know mutual it's giving, consent it's giving dependable fuck all over <laughs> again <laughs> and so it's like you you once you get there mm-hmm. it becomes better and then the 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 goal now becomes how, how much quickly better can we, oh. how quickly can we get you to your first orgasm mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i think as at the peak of this thing it was four minutes mm. yeah so we went from I think like twenty six minutes mm. to four minutes, wow. and that was this was just like a you know test run. We didn't need to do all of that foreplay to ease everything, everything. Yeah. And one of the things that helped with that a lot was music. Mm. Okay. And that kind of brings me to this this whole sex and media, and I think of all the media that we use to get in the mood for sex, visual media is the worst. Of course. Because it's and, too distracting. Yes, and sound is... It's not even just that it's too distracting. Uh, one of the primary problems with visual media mm-hmm. is how we see. Mm. Um, the eye basically takes in light and interprets that light uh, with your corneas and your lenses. They interpret the light and the back of the brain and the brain converts that to images. Yeah. And because of how we've evolved, we've evolved to rely on our hearing, our smell for spatial awareness mm. like we smell stuff long mm-hmm. before we see it mm-hmm. we hear stuff long before we see it mm-hmm. and then when we when we get those secondary cues mm-hmm. that's when you now turn to the smell mm-hmm. or turn to the sound mm-hmm. and then you get visual information so mm-hmm. as a mm-hmm. as yeah, a primary source of like stimulation yeah sight is terrible because if somebody is if you are like you know you have to like for example one of like i'm sure you've heard of these stories where somebody's like you know what I have to turn off the light so I can enter my mind palace when I'm talking this day. <laughs> because... So you know me. So you know me now. I'm a big proponent yes, for sex of, with of, the lights yes, on. Yes, yes. I like to see. I want to see what's happening. But I understand that because even, you know, in sex therapy and in just general sexual interactions, people use sensory deprivation to enhance their mm-hmm. experience. And so blindfolds is one way where people are like, okay, close the eyes so that you can narrow down because yeah. you know it's, it's it's like you say it's it's a sensory experience and taking in too much stimuli can make you lose focus because you're processing too much at the same time mm-hmm. so being able to be like okay i'm shutting this down and i'm focusing on what i'm feeling yes. or what i'm smelling or hearing mm-hmm. how close your breath is to me can enhance yes. everything i know that it's, it's very thinking. interesting that you bring this up because it now brings in the, and we'll just touch on this a bit, but mm-hmm. maybe some other ex- episode you can have, like mm-hmm. me or somebody else discuss it. But there's a lot of ableism in the sex that people don't seem to realize. Mm. I'm short sighted. Mm-hmm. So every sexual encounter I go into, I'm going into it essentially functionally blind mm-hmm. because wearing my glasses in a sexual encounter, it fogs up all of these things that I have to worry about. Mm. Damn, I'm, I'm so, worried. <laughs> so that's crazy because like titties can be in front of you or whatever. Yeah, or and whatever genitals like, are yeah, just not, not seeing. it. Like wow. you're not seeing that's with crazy. that 2020 that's, vision that you need is, to experience. This is actually it. extremely true because I remember even in, in school when we had a, a workshop about sexual attitudes readjustment, something that really clicked in my mind. We had like a we watched like a video, we did a clip on like disabled sex and I was like, that's crazy because sometimes my mind doesn't even think to, mm-hmm. as a disabled person, how how do they access pleasure? There are people yeah. who actually work with people who have like spinal injuries and they only have like sensation yeah, up there. The up. But those people still deserve to have sex and mm-hmm. stuff. But yeah, you're, you're very right in terms of, you know, even me even shouting, oh, sex is like, what's of blind people? That's crazy. <laughs> I feel very checked right now. <laughs> So like, like so, so in in those situations, somebody might want the lights on mm-hmm. like full because yeah. it at least allows them to get some level of vision, yeah, or hearing, which is mm-hmm. why again, hearing is like hearing and sound mm-hmm. is the most, I guess, rewarding, mm-hmm. fulfilling, immersive. Mm-hmm. Using mm-hmm. adjectives are coming. Yeah. Like, it is the most immersive. <laughs> but, no, form, to be honest, form of what, yeah, like if if you think about even things you've done to make someone orgasm faster, it's either moaning in a certain way mm-hmm. or when you say certain things, yes. somebody whispers some shit in your ear, goosebumps come down your neck and stuff. So yeah, I think it goes straight straight to your brain. Straight. And and the reason why sound does this is because okay, so we have. 11 senses, mm-hmm. not five. We have 
five major senses, which is yeah. like taste, touch, vision, smell, smell hearing. Yeah. But we also have like secondary senses. Mm-hmm. And of those, um, I think seven secondary senses, no, six secondary senses, um, three, so two more. Um, it's called equilibrioception, mm-hmm. which is being able to be spatially aware of where you are mm-hmm. in relation to everything else around you yeah. and pressure mm-hmm. are in the ear. Mm-hmm. Yes, so yes. hearing, easy. yes, it's hearing, easy. balance, and spatial awareness are yeah. all in the ear. Mm-hmm. And that's how we're able to tell how far away or how close somebody is to you. Yeah. That's how when you're walking and you hear the car go boom, boom, yeah, and you're you like, know. okay, that's spatially. It yeah, yeah, it's not yeah, so, so far. far. Yeah. Not that I don't and, need to jump. And so I can all, of just, that, yeah. all of that really, really works in sex, which is why mm. the combination of touch and sound mm. is such a... It's such a, a, powerful. a powerful thing mm-hmm. because um, we have a mental a mental database mm-hmm. of sounds and we associate those sounds with memories. Mm-hmm. Um, like people associate cars with sex mm. because of the purr. And the purr feels a lot like the purr of sex, of mm-hmm. orgasm. Mm-hmm. And so there are all these sounds that we uh, associate with things and we can create a fully immersive world from sound alone. Yeah. Like we create, we can layer sounds. There are a lot of, there are Sorry a lot of tricks. Sorry to the, um, <laughs> what's the word I want to use? The audio impaired people <laughs> right now. The, I, no, but even but that's, I mean, but that's the beauty, that's the beauty of, of, of sound. Mm-hmm. Because even when you are hearing impaired, mm-hmm. you still have equilibrioception mm. and you still have pressure sensation. Yeah, because I was going to say there'll be a different kind of yes. sensation. So they still that don't, will, they like you don't access. lose. With the way, you know, with sight, you lose everything because yeah. first of all, you already have a 180 degree blind spot. Mm-hmm. Anything the outside of here, you can see it. Yeah. And so even if you are getting stimulus, like because even when you go blind, you still get stimulus. You yeah. just cannot process the stimulus. Mm-hmm. You still have a 180 degree blind spot, but with equilibrioception and pressure, it doesn't matter where you, like you still get 360 degree stimulation. Mm-hmm. And so in a sexual situation, you're getting three distinct degrees sexual stimulation. You're getting spatial stimulation, which mm-hmm. means that like when a person is crawling towards you, yeah. even just from hearing the person crawling, mm-hmm. your body can respond yeah, to, to that. that because your body's like, I'm in yeah. a safe space. Mm-hmm. This person is moving towards yeah, me. You're getting sexy. excited. And you're getting excited. Yeah. There's a lot of like, yeah. and so it, it, like, it's, it is very, like sound is just such a wonderful thing. And if more people embrace sound as like a tool to get in the mood for sex and just mm-hmm. mood for pleasure, it would just enhance their, their, their sexual pleasure mm-hmm. and just like that and it's and and sound apart from in like you know equilibrium reception and pressure and hearing sound is also very very like linked to mood mm-hmm. because one of the things that we consistently talk about is tone how do you talk to me <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> i'm not i'm laughing because i've said it on one episode where where um i said something you know during activities i said something in like my regular voice and man was like shh, 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 shh. like tony that was like nah do no, yeah you're reading the mood with that elevated tone like yeah bedroom voice please so so, so tone is very very important it like is. tone is the difference between when somebody says you're a slut you're a slut mm. like there is a mm. there's a tonal difference yes i'm a slut <laughs> and 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 and, it, and this is another smaller side but uh-huh. the best doms mm-hmm. understand that Anything that is asked politely mm-hmm. actually gets a stronger response as yeah, anything that is asked with. Like because it's not about like in those situations, not it's, not, it's not by your force. Yeah. It's by how much how much consent you can draw out of a person, how much mm-hmm. willingness you can draw out of a person. But yeah. that's besides the point. We are, we are getting off points. <laughs> so because of how important sound is to like, you know, creating that, because what sound really does for you is that sound helps to create this liminal space, I call it liminal space, between reality and fantasy, mm-hmm. where you can inhabit mm-hmm. and you can allow your imagination go wild. Mm-hmm. You can literally just like, you know, you can essentially dissociate from wherever you are in the place, which is why you see people in the club, the club is sweaty, stinky as fuck mm-hmm. but then this this but like this this absolutely in love with you and they are euphoric <laughs> like, yes because like, you it, can it transport you yourself yes. yes that's so true and so it's very you know, and so when 
when because of that dissociative quality that that sound has, when somebody now uses, oh, you know, this that, also makes sense. Sorry for like yeah. cutting you short, but this also makes sense in terms of why clubs are dark, why clubs are loud, mm-hmm. and it's the sounds that you're actually yes. using because you know when you when you take away the lights, you, it, it's how you know there's mood lighting as mm-hmm. well and all of that. You you put people in that dark space, you stimulate them with a certain kind of music mm-hmm. and then they can actually transport themselves. It's kind of how people say like people that, that do lighting for even events yes. and all that. Churches, it's a, yeah, it's a psychological thing, thing as well. Yes. In the same way like offices are lit up really bright because they want to keep you charged and, yes, want to and alert and, and stuff. So yeah, I mean life is itself is a sensory experience. Yes, so yeah, yes. This is very and it, it's interesting because that's actually part of the reason why Afrobeats does what it does so well. And it's interesting that the two songs that broke into the Billboard charts in uh, 2021 were love songs. Mm. Which ones are we um, uh, CK's... Um, the, um, what was that what's song? What's the most song? <laughs> 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 uh, uh, the, uh, yeah, the uh, love, uh, I think. Love, yes, love Wanting yeah. Tea. Love Wanting and Essence. Mm. They were love songs. Mm. Because one of the things that Nigerians do really well is that Nigerians are are able to do this thing I call African futurism. Mm. Where they are and African futurism is not like Afrofuturism, which is looking at looking to the future. African futurism says that this moment we're in, how much pleasure can I squeeze out of it right, right now? now? Yeah. How can I elongate this moment and squeeze out as much pleasure as it from it? I used to listen to Nigerian music, Afrobeats music, for the most part, that's what it does. Mm. It says this moment you are the most important thing in my life. Mm-hmm. This moment is the most important moment in my life. If I don't get your number now, I if I don't, like, so, so, it's all about your yash, your waist, like, your breast. It's, it's like, that you discover my brain. So, so, so we do it. We do it very, very like African African artists have kind of mastered the art of taking a moment mm-hmm. and then prioritizing pleasure. Like yeah. pleasure, hedonism, mm-hmm. self, mm-hmm. self-gratification, mm-hmm. self, I don't know, realization, self-actualization, just towards nonsense. But yeah, yeah self-actualization. But, but they, they do it really, really well. Mm-hmm. And that's why Nigerians are kind of the kings of sex music. We do sex music mm-hmm. extremely. Like, Whiskey's music is nasty. Mm-hmm. Like, one of the, like, I think one of the people that I consistently And it's actually funny people. because there's almost no song you hear where, like, you listen to where there are no sex references. And we actually do, I think sex is the one place where people don't, I'm sorry, music is the one place where people don't regulate don't how much back. people talk about sex. They don't hold And then just will listen to it. But then if you come on a podcast or you're just tweeting about sex, people make noise. But they will be listening to the most sex heavy mm-hmm. and infused song no, well, that's it's, it's interesting true. you bring this up and I like to bring one particular example which is a it's a it's a controversial example but it's very important mm. it's um Kiss Daniel that's his song that starts with Uncle Stop Touching Me mm-hmm. like oh. it's it, that was that was a very careful choice mm. people think about it and they don't think it's deliberate they just think that you know Kiss Daniel is just being stupid but it's not yeah. like Kiss Daniel unlike, like most Nigerian artists and producers they understand that Sound elicits certain emotions. Emotion, sound yeah. creates certain scenarios. Yeah. And for a lot of the men who listen to that song, that sound, that that clip was very positive. Because mm, it kind very of arousing affirmed, for yeah, them. Or positive Even and affirming, validating for them. And for a lot of women, though. it put them off edge. Yeah. Them, yeah, like you really said, I said, excuse me, I was like, ew, I hate that song. Yeah, so yeah. like, it, and so, and and it works because in, in, that, in that scenario, the people he wants to feel validated are men. Mm. And the people who want to feel uneasy are women because mm. if women feel uneasy, if that if the song starts with that and then goes a one, a two, a three, a four, and then the music starts, women already feel uneasy. So when a man moves to you in an aggressive way, you don't really feel you've already been primed. Mm-hmm. You've been cued mm-hmm. in to feel like, okay, I'm in a space where I don't feel safe. Mm-hmm. And so when a man moves to you, you're not like, where is this coming from? You already have been primed. And so that's how sound music is very important. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's very important that if you're creating your sex playlist, which I think, first of all, everybody should have a sex playlist, mm-hmm. several sex playlists for yes. several functions and several purposes. Yes. Yes, where is it? Where's where's Swizzle's other sex podcast? Like, no, what are you I, doing? I, don't worry, it's gonna be out. I was actually gonna put it on the thing today. And, and, and that, I even that wrote, I wrote be good because I will be rating you. I'm screaming, no, it's, not, it's gonna be no, I actually wanna do a community playlist. We'll do a community okay, one. Let okay, people great. let people drop in there. Because me, I have me, I have my own personal I, I think I'm building the third 
my third sex playlist. Okay. Yeah. okay. So, um, for sex playlists, which is why, and so music that falls into this very, because all music basically transports you to different places mm -hmm. for different reasons. But mm -hmm. there's like this narrow spectrum of music mm -hmm. that transports you into that sexual realm. realm, that realm of sexual fantasy, sexual like imagination and all of that. And I consider that sex music. And I feel mm -hmm. like that music is a spectrum. Mm -hmm. And the spectrum is on two extremes. Yeah. Uh, one extreme I call, I call ritual sex music. And my mm -hmm. friends hate that the I call what? it yeah, ritual sex don't. music. I remember I was, I was, I was uh, talking to someone about one of my classes as well. And we're talking about rituals and sex. And they're like, eh, ritual. Or he said something like, or something. I'm like, no, like rituals are basically anything that you do. You do routine, routinely. Yeah, routinely. Exactly. We a purpose it's like yeah just being intentional if i say oh my morning ritual people say morning routine you, you can interchange routine and ritual, ritual yes. because yeah if it's, it's it's like saying if i say i have a sex ritual i'm like okay maybe uh i must shower like, first yes. all of that is a ritual yeah it's a ritual jiggy like you know even even when people talk about i, th I think it's just nigeria and that's negative connotation sometimes i even talk about even islam i'm like Praying five times a day is a ritual. Mm -hmm. Do you get because mm -hmm. you are doing that stuff routinely with a purpose. It's not just oh my god. Yeah, and because me. and yeah. and it's a, a, a an important thing that defines a ritual is that the action itself is not um, self fulfilling. The action itself is in service of something else. Mm -hmm. That's what defines a ritual. Yeah. Like I do, I, I I do a morning ritual because I want to have good skin. Mm -hmm. I'm not doing a morning ritual because you know I like washing right. my face yeah. five like. 20 minutes in the morning yeah. and doing but because there's a purpose, there's a, purpose. There's, yeah. a, there's a secondary purpose yeah. and that's what makes it a ritual because yeah. you're doing the ritual and you're expecting like a delayed gratification mm -hmm. for that ritual mm -hmm. and so there's ritual sex music mm -hmm. and there's ego sex music mm -hmm. and ego of course it's about self-gratification and about immediate gratification mm -hmm. so that's the difference between the two and I think those are Wait, the would two would you say Nigerians are more ego Nigerian music yes. is more ego sex no music. Nigerian music is wholly ego centric like mm -hmm. it is ego sex all the way. Mm -hmm. it, they, they are very few songs. Like, I think one of the few songs about, like, that is, like, ritual sex. Even, like, no, even then, even, because I was going to say, um, mm -hmm. this um, assurance is, like, a ritual sex music, <laughs> but I was like, nah. Yeah, we're going to yeah. even talk about the kind of songs that's that in your, in your sex place, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, with the and so, ritual. and so for, for people who are focused on sex as its own reward, mm -hmm. like, they're, they're having sex to have sex. They're mm -hmm. having sex for an orgasm, they're having sex to prove themselves. Mm -hmm. That's they're mostly they gravitate towards ego, ego sex, sex music mm -hmm. because ego sex music is it, it kind of it it has like three themes. It's usually validation of mm -hmm. self, it's usually seduction of the other, mm -hmm. or it's usually subversion of um traditional tropes. Because mm -hmm. think about like a, a good a song like WAP. Mm -hmm. WAP fits two of those three themes. Yeah. One of those themes is subversion because Nobody expects a woman to talk about like yeah, you know, uh, wet ass pussy. Uh, yeah, wet yeah. ass pussy. And so yeah. it's subversion and it's seduction because mm -hmm. she's like, you know what? It's she's she's advertising, she's advertising our modest that, that, yes, one that yeah, like, so, <laughs> Which is which is very different from like the weekend's music. Weekend's mm -hmm. music is pretty much like I would die mm -hmm. if you know I don't deep into your waters your mm -hmm. waters gives me life. Yeah. It's like where is all of this coming from? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Why are we <laughs> Like, where's all of, but yeah, I'm, I'm definitely ritual. more ritual. I'm definitely more ritual. Like that's what I like. You know, I oh, like no, no. I, yeah. from your playlist and like from the songs that you share. Yeah, it's I'm, obvious. Like, like my sex playlists generally have like a style. I like like the build up. I do a lot of um, I do a lot of. So when you said assurance, I was like, what? Like I do a lot. Of, <laughs> Songs that don't even have words because it's more about like the feeling, yes. you know, and they usually start off like slow mm -hmm. and then towards the middle, the tempo gets up and it gets fast. That's usually when it gets like passionate and rough and animalistic. Then it comes back down to like cuddle music mm -hmm. and just like reeling yeah. like what's happened. That's gen the general style of like my sex plays. I don't like the lyrics to be too distracting as well. Mm -hmm. Not the one that you be, you know, having sex with somebody then they'll say, oh, and then you broke my heart, like, calm down, G yeah. But then sometimes the sound and the beat is really what matters. Mm -hmm. But like, there's no way assurance is... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, because it's interesting that you mentioned this because one, one of the things that really defines ritual sex music mm -hmm. is that it goes to great lengths mm -hmm. to hide the fact that I want the song to be played during sex. Mm. It 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 masks all of that because if that becomes the point of the song, 
then it loses its power. Like mm-hmm. the magic of ritual sex music is how ambiguous it is. Mm-hmm. How you can basically project whatever, yeah, whatever, whatever thing feeling. you want to feel exactly. into that That's moment. why I, I love the like... like instrumentals and stuff. And you can just, you know, you can create your own story. Even with like music in general. That's why indie and like alternative like rock music mm-hmm. has always been my favorite. Yeah. Because sometimes they be saying gibberish and it's, it's how it makes you feel. And then, you know, you just carry that with you. But sometimes, you, some, one devil will say, go and actually check the meaning of this thing. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, when you just click yeah. one, you, say, you don't find out, oh, this was our one school shooting. I'm just like, Mugbe. <laughs> I mean, I've been using this one to, to think mean. about my existential crisis <laughs> and stuff. So, yeah, I like that. I like being able to, you know, immerse myself in what I'm listening to and put my own meaning. You know, mm-hmm. there are some that, you know, it makes sense what they're saying. is. But yeah. I think I've always been that kind of person who likes deep and hidden and layered meanings. Yes. Because... I'm not a inspirational bop bop music. Mm-hmm. You know, when you drink one yeah. in the morning, I'm happy. I hate shit like that. It's like, oh, what doesn't kill you? Make sure that don't play that shit near me. I like when you know everything is just extra. Yeah. So and and that's the thing. I think one of the one of the things that defines ritual sex music is that it is very needy mm-hmm. and very embarrassingly earnest. Mm-hmm. Like there's there's a honesty to ritual sex music mm-hmm. that. Outside of sex, it's just embarrassing. Of course. Like, you're like, why? <laughs> why? Yes, and, and sex, but sex gives you that space for that kind yes, of vulnerability. Yes, it gives you the space to be, yeah. to be yeah. very embarrassingly earnest about mm-hmm. things you really want, want. to say, yeah. or you really want to experience in that moment. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, sex gives you all this momentum, and then the music allows you to, to channel the things you really wanted. Like, mm-hmm. Because I find a lot of people... Like when they are, they have a a ritual sex playlist for when they are going through a breakup mm-hmm. and they are going through that breakup sex and it's like there's all these songs where it's like you know I know you never wanted me yes but it's like this, and they are like why are you collecting braps then you say yes I know, I bet her pussy doesn't taste as good as mine you've never had this and it's like bro like why are we doing this but it's 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 fine and it's understandable and it's fair because yeah. we need outlets and we do. sex can be very very transcendental mm-hmm. it can be very like you know it it can open up channels mm-hmm. and if it opens up those channels what ritual music does ritual sex music does is it allows us to channel all of that raw emotional emotion raw yeah people yes, towards people the things that we it. actually want to say mm-hmm. or want to feel yes people use people use sex to express themselves People use sex to, to say things that they cannot say. See, like, anywhere else. I don't have balls to say it, but it's like, nigga, I'm going to tell you I love you with this, with this writing like this. Can you see that I love you? <laughs> yeah, like, but I, think we, I think people hide. Yeah, it's, it's called like sex timacy, where sometimes people can only access like, yeah. you know, their true feelings through how, you know, how expressive they are. And I, I personally, I hate ritual sex music. Mm-hmm. I Personally. Really? Yes, yes. And, and so you want to give her like that? Wait, 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 wait. And the reason I hate ritual sex music is because I'm an advocate for using your words. Mm, okay, and okay. I don't like, I personally don't like, like, I don't like that ambiguity, ambiguity. Mm. because what it does is that, especially because we're now in the era of situationships. Mm. And there, <laughs> and unfortunately for other people, I give good raps. Yeah. So, I, I can be, you know, I can be changing your life. And then yeah. there's one ritual song that's talking about how, oh, this love is going to last a lifetime. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I've loved you for a thousand years. I'm like, mm-hmm. no, no, really? I'm, no I, I, we're, we're not doing that here. Like, I'm sorry, screaming. sorry, dear. Like, don't whatever is happening is happening, but we're not yeah. doing that here. And so because of that, I personally don't like ritual sex music because mm. I feel like, I feel like every time I have ritual, I, like I have sex and somebody plays ritual sex music in the background. Afterwards, we have to do a debrief. We're like, oh yeah, so what were you really feeling there? Mm. Like this song that played at this point, and then your face changed. I'm dead. I noticed that your face changed. <laughs> let's let's talk about it. Let's let's no, yes. let's unpack. Yes, <laughs> so, yeah, I don't want to debrief, man. I just want to. Yeah, so I want I want to you know I want us to go. I want to finish like, damn, I finished your life, or you finished my life yeah, too. Fuck you, fuck good. you. Hey, let's do that. <laughs> let's and so I, I'm more of an ego sex music kind of person and I would say that so far the most rewarding EP I've experienced for like that kind of ego sex Mm -hmm. is Lo J's Love and Attention Mm. because that album I don't know what I don't know what Igbo they were smoking in that <laughs> studio, but you see you see that you see that transition from mm-hmm. from Paco Paco mm-hmm. like Paco X three is literally like the perfect intro. Like it starts with like this very I don't know how to explain. It's like Actually, this I very... that if I, li- I listen to it a lot in um 
2021. I mm-hmm. think that that was when it came out. It was actually really good until the world decided to run Mona Lisa <laughs> to the ground. Like, and I was like, I cannot. I but, even the worst but, song on the album. We see that, see that transition from Paco to Love and Attention. And Whiskey is... Oh, Jesus Christ. Whiskey, I, I don't blame all those girls. I don't blame all those <laughs> women. I don't blame... Because Whiskey knows what he's talking about. Like, there's there are things that he says in that song. It's just like... <sighs> what like what have you seen in this life? Where have you been? Because he 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 speaks with such clarity about mm-hmm. these things. And there's so much like, you know, it's it's there's so much confidence and assurance in ego sex music yeah. that I enjoy. Like there's so much confidence, so much mm-hmm. assurance. Yeah. Like a song like WAP. Like WAP is so confident. Oh, I love that song. It's so well, that's incredible. one of my favorite songs. But <laughs> yeah, so for me now, I would I will play WAP when I'm dancing and shaking as front of me and gingering myself. It's like uh like you said, ego, but during I'm not gonna be playing maybe in some parts, but if I made a sex playlist, I when I think of sex plays, I just think of like waves and I think of just Oh no, like, no ego ego sex does the know? waves. No, it, that, it, like, it actually does. Um, because I my my own Ego sex playlists often have songs like my they, it's like a peak and valley type thing. So I have songs there that are very self-deprecating, mm-hmm. like they like that allow you to like you know have a laugh in the middle of the braps because yeah. sometimes sex can be really really silly. It like is. it can be really stupid because like what are we what are we, doing? Are we in this angle? <laughs> like, what, what? I, I think with many things laugh. in life, I actually always say how the human experience is very funny. Even laughing, like sometimes I just zone out of what's going on. And I just look at it like imagine if you put us in a jar mm-hmm. and you just saw human beings laughing. It's so funny that we just make those noises or yeah. we make those movements or like even the acts of sex itself. And you know, and, and I think that you definitely need to be, I, I'm somebody who I, I generally talk and have conversations during as well. Like it, sh- it shouldn't be a hidden or it, sh- it, sh- it should always be serious, always be in the mood. Like sometimes it can be like, yo, what did you eat for lunch? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. like there, there are, and so, I try to, like with my ego sex playlist, there are a lot of songs that are very self-deprecating of like the, each person, like mm-hmm. for like, you know, the giver, the receiver, there's a song that is self-deprecating for the giver. What's that with your song that goes, girl, I go really make you sweat. What's that song? I can't remember. Oh, that's Flower, um, what's it? Flower Pads. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I like Flower Pads. He, he actually, Whiskey does have some good songs. There's one other song in that he sounds from the other side. Mm-hmm. I think there's some good. Yeah, yeah he does. Do because some, one of, I think, some good a good example of the song. Well. Let me give some, let me give, let me just, you know, throw some crumbs to the children. To the children. Just there is this <laughs> song by, um, what's it called? So the artist is Tiamar and she has a, what's the name on this oh, song? Oh, is it, um, uh, shit. <laughs> Specific. Yeah, specific. specific. Yeah, specific. I love that song. So I specific, love that song. Specific has a phrase mm-hmm. and it says, taste like, that, taste that like, like a, a dog. Yeah. Bit is like a bully in, in the bathroom, bathroom stall. Yeah, I love that the song. The visual <laughs> imagery of that, like the, uh, the kind of permission it gives mm-hmm. you to be nasty. You don't get that in ritual sex music. Mm. It gives you permission. Okay, like where it. it's like, it, yeah. so it verbalizes a lot because with, with, sex, we are often very worried to communicate what we actually want to do. And mm-hmm. so I like that song because the song, that line, it says, beat it like a bully in a yeah. bathroom stall. Yeah. And it's like, what could be, like, first of all, just think about the image. I mean, even bully. the song itself, she's like, tell me what you want, baby, tell me what you want. I need you to be specific, babe. Like, like she's so, like, yeah, say like, exactly, <laughs> like, don't need. hold back. And, and so, so, okay, I get what she means in terms of, yeah, I definitely do like some ego sex music. Yeah, so it helps with, it helps to communicate a lot of, very verbally, and, and exactly it allows you to wants. be competitive. Mm. Even competitive to the point where it's like, you know, I'm competing against you that mm. I'm having. Because for, for a lot of the sex in, um, messaging that we get, it's like, you know, it has to be collaborative. We have our, we're, we're going for a mutual pleasure. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, you don't want that. And the mm-hmm. other person doesn't want that either. Mm-hmm. But it feels like, I can't be the person to tell you that, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm just here to like, you know, and if you think about yeah, all those black American babes, so the lines of WAP, and if you just go down that rabbit hole, those ones are very, <laughs> they are just like, I'm going to ride you till your dick falls off. You have never had any pussy like this in your life. And, yeah, and, yeah. It's those, it's and I love it. Like sometimes, even for me, sometimes when I hear those songs, I'm just like, girl, like I love how expressive they are. I'll yes, give them that. and, and I'll I find that, that with those kind of, and that's something very interesting, which is part of the reason why Nigerians do a lot of like good ego sex music, is that you have, there's a lot of shame and guilt that white 
people, white, you know, white privileged people have that we don't have. Mm-hmm. Like people who are minorities, who are yeah, queer, black. I who think are disabled, now we're very we're able to expressive. communicate what yeah. we actually need mm-hmm. because we don't have a lot of shame around it. Mm-hmm. And like you know, with ritual sex, ritual sex is always like you know, it's always because like, ritual sex is. It, I think the goal of ritual sex most of the time is either to strengthen a bond. Or test the strength of a bond. It's mm. like, are we in love? Mm. Are we breaking up? <laughs> are we me. going to the next level? Like, you can look at the themes. It's Angle. always like, it's always like testing a bond Angle, or Sha. you know trying to establish a bond. Mm. But with ritual, se- with ego sex music, ego sex Fuck music go, is like, bro. I need to get my nuts. Mm-hmm. And or you know, I've always wanted to blow somebody's back out. I've always wanted. You to like you know squirt on me, which mm-hmm. is something that most people would never actually verbalize, because mm-hmm. they're like ah, so that they would not be like that's totally. the guy that likes people squirting. Mm-hmm. Like, but when you put the song in and you know you're doing the strokes and then the person's like you know squirt 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 and then like, yeah, do you <laughs> and then you, see, you just kind of like repeat it like squirt squirt and the person's like squirt squirt and then you know, <laughs> you know squirting is happening and everybody leaves there you know because the music when the music ends there's no debrief needed nothing like that you yeah because we know what we came here yeah to do. so we're able yeah. to just like you know we're able to phase out of it and get into aftercare mm-hmm. where aftercare is more like a you know we are, we are comparing notes mm-hmm. and checking books and we're like okay so was like that good for that? you yeah. Yeah. like uh, so you know mm-hmm. as opposed to where ritual sex is like do you still love me yeah <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm screaming I'm and, screaming and so I'm just like you know what sex playlist please take some time to actually think about, not just even like sex, please. Think about the ambience mm-hmm. of where you're having sex. Mm-hmm. Like there's a reason why some people like sex on the street. Because they like the danger. And the danger yeah. is not visual. Mm-hmm. It's auditory. Like, mm-hmm. It's every time the car, you hear the car yes, drive and then the, your, your adrenaline heightens. and like, mm-hmm. So it's, it's auditory. So take some time to consider the ambience of the sex of where you're having sex, who you're having sex with, mm-hmm. what do they like ambience-wise? Mm-hmm. What have you noticed them respond to? Mm-hmm. Like clean bed sheets. I like clean bed sheets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I be fucking in my house. Girl. I like clean so, bed sheets. So they, too, there, there are a lot of like because sex is a sensory experience. I love candles. I and like and and you know it. media yeah, is very important. <laughs> Think about it like. What sounds? What smells? Is there somebody who is turned on by sandalwood? Mm-hmm. Get a sandalwood candle. Mm-hmm. Um, does somebody like feathers? Mm-hmm. Get feathers. Do they like, like hardcore porn on the television while you're fucking? So yeah, so 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 that was what I thought of like when we spoke about like visual things. I mean, aside the person, there are some people who do the whole oh, let's uh, watch porn in the background mm-hmm. or let's watch porn together. I feel like that would be like really distracting. You know, trying to... It, w- it would be for some people, but for yeah. some people, because I, f- I think that for some people, when there is sex playing in the background... In the, if it's, yeah, if it's in the background, it, it adds it to helps the overall them. theme of... The so, even apart from help, like, adding to the variety, if there's sex in the background, mm-hmm. I feel like it helps people take breaks mm-hmm. without having to apologize for taking breaks because mm. you cannot say oh yeah let's yeah, watch let's, this one like, yeah, so that's, that's why I mean that's what that's what I meant by it to be distracting for me because just yeah. like are we trying to mirror what we're looking at or the person is like I remember one episode of Sex and City where he kept moving Miranda out of the way to be seeing what was happening and she's like who are you you know so I think I, I, I think that it's a fun thing to do it, for me I would see it more in terms of like mutual masturbation mm-hmm. and just like it would just be a choppy experience but maybe because me you know as I said ritual yeah. we gotta always be <laughs> like, I don't want I don't like breaks I really I'm like you, you, you my vagina is getting momentum. cold my vagina is getting cold why are you resting yeah that's okay no, let me see this move now nah, it's like I beg no you can do it on a random one but you know I prefer I like being immersed don't distract me with that okay thing. so I have one like a very small and I think this is a question that we generally are very averse to. Mm-hmm. Do you have a favorite porn star? Hmm. Do I? Yes, actually. So, but I'm not, I'm really not a big porn person. Mm-hmm. I'm very, like I said, I like to be. Yeah. But there's this babe, somebody sent me a video of her. It was one of those like, um, it was one of those sens- sensual type porns where everyone is really oiled and is long and there was water. Her name is Zawa- Zawayadi. No, wait, let me check. I think it's <laughs> Zawayadi. She's one Kenyan, but she's she's old, but her body, yeah. I, she's 
sexy, hot chocolate. She's bald. She has like nice abs, nice bum bum. And yeah, so I think if I, I think it's because I like how she looks, Sha, and what she does. But I'll say yeah, if I could ever pick anybody, I think Zawadi. Because I, I think it's important for yeah, for us going forward, especially if we're going to be, you know, using visual media and all kinds of media to stimulate sex. To be honest, we cannot play, can play video on the podcast. Stars. But yeah, but like this is her. Ooh, okay, okay. Yeah. So Zawadi, like so, 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 so because that whole visual, that visual, like visual porn thing. Mm-hmm. I also think part of it is that some people are. Some people have favorite porn stars. Yeah. And not just because of how the porn star looks or how the porn star moves, but because of how there is a there's a there is a quirk that they have, a thing mm-hmm. that they do that they always do that works for you. Mm. And you know, being able to communicate that to your partner. It's like, okay, see this thing that this person does in this particular place, this three seconds. Always gets me to not mm-hmm. <laughs> like being able to communicate that honestly and not but feel well, like. Do you do you feel like if if you had had a favorite poncer who did um something, you would want your partner to replicate that thing? I, Doesn't it take away from like the authenticity? I don't think so. I don't mm-hmm. think so because, um, I mean, I feel like if to it's be a, fair, if it's a not, move, not, if not, it's a move, <laughs> yeah. maybe. But no. I think if it's something like okay, maybe every time they bust on her face, she does this and she does that or something. And that's what you I, know, mean, I like, feel like. It's if not, your it's partner not, is just it's not it's going like to a watered like, down version. Your partner is never going to be able to replicate it fully, yeah. fully because it's not just the 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 person. It's also it's the combination of the person, the uh, the sex, the situation, doing, everything. Yeah. Their body, even like the way their fingers look, mm-hmm. because we all have this very like our brains work very interesting ways they might have like a visual cue mm-hmm. specifically that your partner might not be able to replicate yeah. but your partner being aware that this is something you're attracted you like, to uh, they can recognize you. when you are entering that territory mm-hmm. and when you ask for certain things it doesn't come out of the blue mm. because I find that like especially with people who consume a lot of visual porn mm-hmm. when they start transitioning from vanilla porn because the unfortunate thing with visual porn which is as but we've come back from sound and back to visual yeah. is that because of how the, how we work visually, sound is endlessly immersive. Every mm-hmm. time you hear a car horn for the first time, it feels new. But with cars, like with like a, like if you see a car, after a while, all the cars start to look the same. The only thing that differentiates them is number plates. Mm-hmm. But we are not looking at the car and like, oh my god, mm-hmm. this blue finish mm-hmm. is so new to me. And so it's the same thing with sex. Yes. Yeah, like, so so slightly random, and it just made me realize uh, or remember something someone said to me when I was doing um research for sex toys and they were like they they don't they don't they don't watch porn. They just listen to it. So she, she just puts it in her ear and then she just listens to the sound and uses them while she's doing sex toys. And there are quite a number of women like that. In fact, many women even love audio stories, you know, them deep Oh no, they're obsessed. They're obsessed. They're obsessed with those kind of things. You know, I've actually never had like a session with any of my toys listening to I should try that maybe because mm. me I'm impatient these days I don't <laughs> and then he off the sheds and then you know it was raining I beg I've already slept no, 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 there, there are some that get to the, to the action really quickly yeah okay but like that that whole because, but I, I like a good build up though yeah. to be honest I think it would just be finding the kind of the kind stories, of stories that, like, that work for the you kind of, like, the kind of like yeah, the kind of setup like the kind of setup you know what's going on there because I do be creating like stories in my head as well I'm very mm-hmm. like big on like Using my imagination. No, because it's 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 yeah. very interesting to me because I, I, and I don't watch like, I don't watch anything where I cannot swap out. I like to swap like yeah. I put myself in the character and like so if 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 it doesn't seem like something that I would want to do or if I'm even watching anything and I, the penis has to look like a penis that I like, mm-hmm. it's I have to think oh this is my person and this is me. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> Now, action, but not just like, oh, yeah, it's so random. It was my business what mm-hmm. you guys were doing. Because, because it's interesting, like, apart from the fact that um, with visual porn, novelty becomes a thing, mm-hmm. which is why, like, sites like Pornhub upload yeah. insane amounts of porn. Mm-hmm. And even OnlyFans stars, they're constantly complaining because you upload something to them and they're like, oh, yeah, I've watched it. It's done. Who are yeah, you sleeping th- with tomorrow? Yeah, <laughs> 
this is why when people tell me to open OnlyFans, I'm just like, okay, how many things am I going to do? By the time I say, okay, yeah, I played the toys, I did this, I did that. Okay, when I finish, like, in, you've seen the knack now. So every because it actually becomes work. That's why I see people they now start doing different lingerie, <laughs> yeah. different days, different that. You actually have to keep your audience yes, engaged novelty. because once they've seen your yash, they've seen them chopping you and stuff. That's the end of your subscription. <laughs> they now sell down for ten dollars. No. Come and pay me $1,000, then I'll now give you one more. Yeah, and so like that, that, that novelty of pornography, um, it's important. And that's why I'm, why I'm actually bringing this up, is that because of novelty, especially people who use visual porn as their stimulation, mm-hmm. after a while, vanilla porn stops being um, yeah, interesting. Like being and then they move that. to other things like mm-hmm. interracial, mm-hmm. Asian, hardcore, And all of that is just because, and, and it's very interesting because the reason why people gravitate to all of those kind of, especially those narrative porns yeah. like stepfather, stepdaughter, is simply because at the point of orgasm, you will notice, and this is like, I, I know I know this from personal experience, I'm talking to a lot of people, is that people usually at that point of orgasm, they actually close their eyes and go into the head palace. Mm. They're not watching like, mm. and so just to like, circle back to what we're talking about mm-hmm. from the beginning. So, um, Getting in the mood for sex is a sensory experience. Yeah. And you need to be deliberate about how you create that experience. Because that idea of safety is also very, very much hinged on how you're able to, you know, the create atmosphere that you... atmosphere for yeah, someone else to feel safe, yeah. feel warm. Because, like, there's some, there are some, and, and it's very interesting because this is, one, this is the one place where smell is actually more important than sound mm. because smell lingers, mm. like, in. In, that's why there are people memory, that you just yeah, smell them well. and you're like yeah it's like oh this feels, feels like home like, yes <laughs> like it's even annoying I hate when I associate like certain perfumes and certain scents to people because like I've been out somewhere and I just smell I just I was looking for somebody like what is, this, is this nigga here it's so annoying but but I get what you mean I mean I'm actually very aside what I see is like you said sounds and smells I think scents are one of my biggest biggest I'm easily put off by it, it almost smells weird mm-hmm. not, nothing is going to happen there and then you know and, and it's so funny because like you know there's that there's like there's like yes being aroused by like perfume and musk but then even the sweat you know that mixture even this the scent of sex itself mm-hmm. on your skin and vagina like everything is just so arousing which yeah, is so which, stimulating and, and so I'm just like let me just add those of you that like to run and go and bath after you need to go to therapy because something is happening I'm there. screaming I'm screaming I mean it's like, it's like we said in that you know that other episode about the seasonings of the day sometimes you want marinated genitals you want a little bit of like you want to feel the heat you want to feel, you know? it. <laughs> feel the so, heat so please be, be very conscientious about the kind of environment atmosphere you're creating for sex and please like there's nothing wrong with a ritual sex playlist and mm. I, I feel like more people should experience ritual sex you know if you are in the and don't use it to manipulate people because a lot of yeah. people use ritual sex music mm. to manipulate other people into yeah. feeling like something's more yeah, serious something than it is, is something's more important than it yeah. is because unfortunately for us whether we like it or not we're listening yeah and I mean you know sex doesn't always have to you know to be serious this, yeah <laughs> it doesn't always have to look like that so a lot of times if I have time to put on a playlist it's because okay maybe I've been planning it's one of those ones where all the oils all because the, there's sometimes when it's like I want a long nice mm-hmm. drawn out session and I want it to be memorable and there's Sometimes when it's just like I'm horny, one bam, thank you, man. Drop my pants, blah, blah, blah. as in this, the lights are on, everything is, is is the sun is shining, and nobody cares about mm-hmm. the atmosphere. All you want to do there is it's nobody brap. exactly. I'm not even putting on or offing anything. Just drop all the pants, wrap, and make everybody. For those rest, of those you know? of you that are able to elicit that kind of response, I doff my hat to you because for the most part. It don't be working like that. We're going to have to, like, you, so... You, you always need a build-up. No, I'm saying for some people, the people that are able to do that, like, oh, I, I'm very, I'm very jealous of them. Mm-hmm. Like, just the presence, your presence, you know, sets the mood. Like, of course, that's, <laughs> like, I think that that's it. And I I think that, you know, that's why when you think about, like, dependable fuck, and I think about my greatest dependable fuck, it's literally each other's presence. Then when like, we're not okay, some days, yeah, we just enhance or whatever. But sometimes, almost, there's no time to do it. It's just, let's, no let's, let's just, get to it. Just get to it. And bye-bye. Thank you. See you later. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah. so you know, please try and create a ritual sex playlist. Try and create an ego sex playlist, and, and see how you feel on both. And then you know, have some a transition playlist where they are yeah. somewhere halfway between. You know, yeah. you know, if you are not sure about the person, but you want the person to feel it too special, you know, mm-hmm. put a throw a few in. I would die for you, so. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> no, he wants Nadi's pussy go kill me today. That's kind of that's kind of playlist that that these niggas need. But yeah, thank you so much. I think I skip spit as well, but I don't remember what did you say last uh, time. Well, last time I said spit, but I'm kind of gravitating to towards swallow. swallow they give you because... ritual sex playlist. To wash your head. <laughs> <laughs> because you know I want all of you mm, fair. <laughs> so. all consuming all consuming thank you so much thank um, you for having me it's always a great time I mean it's always a great time to like but at some point I'm just gonna I'm just gonna have you here with me most of the time Um. so yeah plug your socials where can we find um, you and where can we find what you write and what you do you know I never what? even introduce what you do I just start talking because I'm so excited <laughs> that you're here but yeah yeah, so I, I'm a I'm a writer, an essayist. Um, so I have a an essay called um, a, a Substack called OpenTheCoral.substack.com. There's a bit of sex there. There's a bit of politics. Uh, there's a bit of like culture. So you know, check it out. Uh, my socials are at Gothboy E D G O T H B O I because I used to be goth. Don't ask me any stupid questions. I'm still goth in my spirit. So ah oh, shit, I was about to sing that song. <laughs> But yes, follow me at House of Chocolates. Follow the podcast at Spits or Swallow Pod on Instagram and TikTok. SOS Pod Official on Twitter. And the YouTube channel is Spits or Swallow Podcast. There's one other Spits or Swallow that when you check for them, it's them you see. So if you want to see me, just try Spits or Swallow and put house and you know our channel pop up but subscribe so that we'll be the winners subscribe. on YouTube subscribe like share comment if you want okay, if guys. you want elevated you know do you understand if you do you understand <laughs> if you want us to do spill swallow tour worldwide subscribe subscribe make me blue but yes thank you guys so much this was great as usual thank you so That's much right. for coming I'll see you guys same time next week bye Peace.